hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chance. And we are hot off the heels of night one of WrestleMania. Join with me to break this all down is my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you tonight, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Ah, you know, a little tired. Um, a two-hour pre-show plus a pretty much a four-hour WrestleMania night one. So that's six hours, and if you throw in uh, stand and deliver, you know it's almost uh, almost eight hours of wrestling today alone. But um, yeah, no, good, pretty good, pretty good. I'm not tired yet, so yeah, it was it was a good show. Um, overall, I would probably say a seven. Yeah, I agree. It was solid. A solid seven for night one. Um, you know, we were talking off the air a little bit and you did mention nothing really did stand out per se or was like, you know, oh my God. I mean, some moments were in there, were there that were kind of, you know, wow moments. But, you know, I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, I think it was a solid card. It was a solid, um, a, a solid night overall, but, you know, it was okay. I, I wouldn't say it was great. It wasn't stupendous. No, no, it was not stupendous. No. As advertised. Um but yeah, let's get right into it, man. I, yeah. I thought they would have uh, started with the women's match here with one of them anyways, but uh, we get the Usos against Sinsuke and Rick Boogs for this match. I was shocked to see that as an opening match, too. I was surprised when I seen that. But you know what? It, pretty good match. I, I think there was supposed to be a lot more that happened in this match. I, I think that Boogs and uh, Shinsuke was, should have probably won the title, but uh, Boogs did his knee, man. Um uh, and there's one spot there where he had one of the Usos already on his back. The other one jumped over, jumped on. He tried to lift both of them up and uh, came down hard on his knee. I think he popped his knee. I'm not sure. I exactly thought it was at work at first, but then he didn't come back in the match. Like, no, that's legit. No. So he he tore something in his quad or or his knee. I know they mentioned something. Um, we'll get more details as they come out. But he is legit injured. And, um, you know, that's unfortunate. Uh, turned into a, basically into a two and one. Uh, ended when um, one of the Usos basically held his hair while the other one super kicked him in the face, and then they did a D one and finished it off. And there you go. That was the opening match for WrestleMania. I, decent match. It, it's pretty much. I thought that could have been a SmackDown caliber type match, but um, you know, nonetheless, a good way to start off the show. And yeah, there we go. That's number one in the bag. And then we get into a video package for tomorrow night with Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. And that leads us into our Drew McIntyre versus um, Happy Corbin in the dreaded number two spot on the WrestleMania card, which I believe Chris Jericho is so insulted by. <laughs> I thought I thought that match was solid, Corbin and, and McIntyre's. You know, I thought they both look good. I love Corbin's outfit. He's got that happy, you know, the bright colors, the white pants, with that happy vibe going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was really impressed by the match, actually, to be honest. I thought it was going to be a squash match. I mean, that's kind of what it was supposed to be set up as. But, um, you know, Drew comes in there pretty hard right away, just coming in with some punches. But most of this match was kind of dictated by, by Corbin. He kind of controlled yes. most of it. Uh, a lot of offense on his part. I mean, he really did his part and whatnot. But um, yeah, I guess I guess it kind of got dicey for him there at the end, where he got distracted by uh, Madcap coming up on the apron, which is kind of reminiscent of what Corbett did to him yesterday at the uh, Rumble or at the uh, Battle Royal there. So again, slowly but surely, man. I'm, I, I think in the next couple of weeks we're going to be talking about these two guys fighting each other at some point. Uh, it's leading that way. 
kind of he got distracted and you know kind of went into um he he got the end of day ddt on him and then that turned into the uh, claymore kick and he got the victory there but overall i thought it was a good match um very good i i had no issues with it at all i was really happy for <clears throat> for for the time they got and how they were able to use it and you know they progressed the storyline really really well it showed that corbin you know it showed the, the 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 fact that I feel that Corbin having so much control in this match really you know helped that story that psychology of that story, where yeah. where Drew couldn't really find his footing or his groove to get everything off like he was fighting really emotionally you know so I mean if if that's what he was trying to sell if that's what the story was I liked it I thought they did a really good job of that and um, yeah. This takes I us guess the, the most memorable spot of the match is after the match is over and Madcap jumped on the ropes, jumped down, and then Drew took the sword and sliced the ropes in half. I completely forgot about that. I have it written down here. Thank you, Chance, uh, for that. Yeah, I know that, uh, that was interesting. I mean, either that sword is really, really sharp or, you know, th those uh, working ropes can really hold well until they need to break. It's got to be super sharp, I'm guessing, right? Because you don't want to have the ropes too leaning in case they snap when you get thrown into them, right? Well, that's the thing, right? So, I mean, I, I, that that's a sharp-ass sword, man. Oh, yeah, dude. I didn't <laughs> see that coming. That was cool. No, that was kind of interesting. That was kind of fun. Um, Dominic and Ray Mysterio versus Miz and Logan Paul. I'm going to be honest here. Um, I was really impressed by Logan Paul. Oh, I mean, dude, you know, he was amazing out there. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. He looked yeah, like he's athletic. Man. Yeah, I know. He looked really good. Um, you know, he looked good. I, 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 the guy's I a hell of an athlete. Hell of an yeah. athlete. It was nice to see them come up both in the... So, Dom and Ray both coming out in American flag and Mexican flag colors, I which like is kind of cool. Uh, cool. The yellow and black here for Miz and uh, Logan Paul, which was kind of cool. I like that. I like when they're able to coordinate. Those little details really turned me you know on. what Flying Rain said? They were wearing the Pikachu colors from Pokemon. If you notice, wow. Logan Paul, the Pokemon card around his neck. Yeah, so I'm not too big on the Pokemon, So, but apparently that's like a one-of-a-kind card. Mm -hmm. um, it's like a Babe Ruth rookie card or Mickey Mantle rookie card equivalent to that, something like that. Okay, wow. That, what's the value on that? I'm, I have no idea about Pokemon. Remember, Logan Paul's pretty young, so he grew up on that Pokemon era, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... So I'm surprised he would wear that out and then hand it off to the guy like that. And that's why they're wearing the yellow. I'm pretty sure Pikachu is yellow and yellow and black, I think. And that's kind of why they're going with those colors is what I'm assuming. I don't know, though. No, you're probably right, man. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I didn't think of it at all. I just thought, wow, these guys you know, really put a right lot of thought into it. Right. Oh, wow. Good for yeah. him, man. Um, yeah. We, we got to get the little flying rains on here one day. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So match was pretty good uh again good. A, a lot of these matches the heels um kind of dominated the night in terms of most of the output um here miz and and miz and paul really kind of worked them over worked them over for quite a bit until they got the hot tag and he came in and um you know there was a lot of good spots in this one there was the um the double 619 that was cool that was a good spot as well. Then the Paul hits uh, the three amigos, which was really cool, actually. Really cool. He took a lot of heat. Uh, Ray, before that, tried to do it to Miz. He, he got the first two off, but then was countered on the third one. Um, Logan actually hitting all three and then doing the frog, frog splash off the top as well. 
Dude, how long has Logan been training for? Because if you didn't know, he looked just as crisp as the other guys did. You can't tell he's in this first match ever. He looked amazing out there. His timing. Yeah, I mean, he, wow. No, he for, for the limited stuff that he did, he did really, really well. I, you know, I like to see more if, if he can at some Is point. Is that the best but, performance I mean, you've ever seen by a celebrity at Mania as far as in-ring work goes? Um, I can't think of anybody that's done it better. Like Bad Bunny had that one good move, but I think Logan Paul's overall work was better. I think McAfee was better at NXT. Maybe McAfee's been training a lot longer, though. I thought, yeah. I don't know, McAfee can fly better, but I thought Logan looked more crisp. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Like Pretty I said, close. I want to go back and watch it. It looked really good. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, this is the kind of thing where we're going to have to go back and probably watch it again to get the little subtle details. I, that hope, Logan missed, continues but... with it. I hope Logan continues because he's that good. Yeah, I know. Of... No, for sure. But um, yeah, so the, the Paul Paul hits the three amigos, and um, you know he gets a two count out of there. Double six one nine, a double frog splashes, um, but the Miz makes the save and somehow hits the um, skull crashing finale and gets the win for the team. And at the end here, kind of interesting. I don't know what this means or why, or is this making Miz super heel? But uh, he turns on Paul at the end, giving him a skull crushing finale as he leaves. So, doing the kiss goodbye, like I used you for the win, now I don't need you, kind of thing, right? Pretty much, man. Like he's really setting himself up to be like super heel now. So, that should be kind of interesting to see where that goes yeah, if that goes anywhere. I thought one of the better yeah. matches. Right? No, like I said, all the matches were really good. I don't think anything was over the top great. Mm. But um, you know, it, there were just good matches right across yeah. the board. Nothing, nothing bad at all. But you know, that was surprising, not knowing what to expect from Logan Paul, how much he was going to be carried, or how much not. But you know what? I'll say this as well. Dominic looked good too. He did look good. He's, you he's know, it's like whatever. Yeah, it's like he was saving some stuff up or whatnot. Like I mean, some of his spots were crisp. I mean, he looked really well. He looked really agile for his size and height and everything. Like he was playing around here, though. Ah, you know what it is. It is what it is. I mean, I think yeah. the mullet's making a return in some form. It looks like it, yeah. But that also, I believe, is a tribute to Eddie. I was just about to say that, yeah, probably a tribute to Eddie. Makes sense. You know, if anything else, I think that more so than anything else. But I do know that that mullet style is coming back in some either form. That or he got his, either that or he got his hair cut in the dark. I don't know which one it was, but yeah, something like that. Let's go with Eddie. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Steph comes out, she thanks the crowd, and she thanks, you know, she just goes on, you know, motivation, talking about the WWE, and that brings out Gable Stevenson, who is now officially signed to the Raw brand, and uh, we'll probably see him in the next few weeks as he starts his journey. No NXT for him. I think he's just going to go straight. To you don't need show. it when you're on that level of athleticism. He's the next Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And this brings us to Bianca versus Becky Lynch. Uh, I'm going to say it. I think this was an instant classic. It was a really, really good match. Really good. Yeah. Uh, the storytelling, again, was phenomenal in this and just the way they worked it out. Um, Great match, man. Was really amazing. cool, really cool. Yeah, no, really cool video package to start it off, get everyone hyped up. Uh, Becky comes out in a car. Uh, very simple. Car pulls up. She walks out. New hairstyle looks kind of cool. Suits her actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, it, I think it looked really good on her. Mm -hmm. um, she got that red under her eyes. She looked really cool. Really, really kind of mystical almost, man. It was kind of cool. Bianca nice. comes out with a marching band. That was kind of cool too. Must she be her university, out. right? I'm, or, uh, I'm there. I don't know the details or not, but I, I think she's from Texas, right? 
I'm not 100% no, sure on that. No, no, she's from Memphis, Tennessee. So okay, so that from, must be a tribute to yeah, yeah. Dallas, Texas then, okay. Yeah, yeah, so they had a marching band come out there and, uh, you know, do her song and whatnot. She comes out and uh, we get this match going. Um, really, really fast start to this match. It's like, you know, kind of playing off of what happened at SummerSlam. Uh, Bianca says, hey, let's shake hands. Becky, again, gets her, which is weird. I, I you know, shame, shame on Bianca for falling on falling for that again, considering she's the one who initiated the handshake. She gets punched in the face. Uh, quick, it quickly turns into a manhandle slam. Quick two count, you know, but after that, Becky was just trying to go for it, go for it, go for it. Like, there was numerous, numerous, uh, you know, pin attempts here by Becky early on in this, but... Uh, she carried this for a lot of the match, man. And um, she did. But, but, you know, but back and forth, really good action. Uh, a lot of reversals to here. It's like she reversed the KOD, got the manhandle to, to count there. Um, oh, there was this crazy drop kick where Becky, um, crazy uh, 450 splash, man, that she did off the top rope with her. No, it was not the second rope. The second rope, sorry. But she yeah. was sitting on the top rope. Yeah. So she got her off the top rope. That was a really good spot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the, the, the uh, stop comes here with, with uh, KOD gets the win, and then Bianca's your new champion. So, I mean, it, it was touch and go there. I mean, she got a manhandle slammed on the stairs as well. So, but a great match. It I was a great overall. match. It was very good. Uh, at this point, ladies I, their asses off. Oh, they worked their asses off really hard. Great spots, great energy, great facial expressions. Uh, I was surprised. I was really surprised by it. Um, I was really happy by it. I, I think the right person won. Yeah, I'm uh, glad Bianca went over too. Me too. Yeah, so kind of curious to see where this is going to go now, who's going to be next. Um, there's a few names that are supposed to be coming back. Alexa Bliss is supposed to be coming back at some point, and Bailey's supposed to be ready to go anytime now as well, so... Cool. Kind of curious to see where this where they end up. So Seth versus Cody, it's official. It, it happened, huh? Good match. What'd you think? I love Seth's outfit, man. Thought it was wicked outfit, man. I love the robe, love the pants, I love the, the little glitter, whatever you want to call it. The shine. I thought, I thought it I thought initially Seth that he accidentally on, put on Becky's costume, man. Yeah. You know, he's got that kind of metrosexual kind of thing going on or whatever. No, no, it was you know? really cool. I'm thinking, wow, this looks like Becky's outfit. You know, yeah. that's the first thing I thought, like with the kind of sequence. Yeah, it looked really cool. Um, this match, in my opinion, resembled a Attitude Era match more than a modern style match, which was a lot more bear hugs and counters and uh, chain wrestling, man. Um, like, well, which it, it was a really good match. It was really, really good. I, I thought for the fact that the way it was set up and whatnot, you would think normally that Seth would have been squashed or something like that, you know, but both held their own and it turned out to be a dream match in a way that, you know, you haven't really seen these two guys fight before. It's a fight that a lot of people have wanted to see. And I don't think it disappointed. I, I these guys wrestled. It was great. It was really good. I mean, the counter, like they didn't outshine each other. You know, they were able to counter each other's moves. They countered each other's pedigrees. They hit each other with pedigrees. They hit each other with their moves. A um, couple hard suplex on the floor there. There's some big spots out there. Well, there was, man. I mean, Cody looked good. I like to see yeah, where this yeah, kind of yeah. builds up. 
I like the ending on it too, where he pays a little tribute to his old man, and you know, with the, with the punches and the bionic elbow at the end there, and he gets him with the crossroads. Uh, what was it? Three crossroads. Three. Yeah, yeah. So he hit two, got him back up, did the be the, the bionic elbow and the punches sequence that Dusty used to do, and uh, basically threw him down, and and that was it. So. I, it didn't make it didn't make Seth look bad in any way. No. I don't think. I don't think he loses any steam. It helps Cody out. I uh, it was a great match. I thought Seth outperformed him a little bit, but Seth is a super athlete, though. He's on a different kind of athlete than Cody. Cody's a great worker, but he's not as athletic as Seth, right? Seth's more like a no. Shawn Michaels kind of guy, you know. No, my favorite, one of my favorite spots of the match is when sl Seth slapped him and said, "Welcome back to the big leagues." Yeah, I know, hundred percent, right? Like little jabs like that. I mean, it was kind of cool. Um, well, WWE is NFL, right? It's it's this is the Super Bowl, right? Everybody wants to be the Super Bowl if you're in the NFL, you know what I mean? So WWE is yeah. the big league. He's right. And it was a good spot. And I loved how he said that. Yeah, I was I know. thinking I mean, the same thing when he said it. I was like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I know for sure. I, again, again, it comes down to psychology, just that talking and those facial expressions and all those things. I mean, it's what makes it. And you know, uh I think Cody's been split open up so many times. He was on the verge of bleeding there if that match went on any longer, man. He had uh, a couple big welts on his back there. Oh, man. I mean, they, they were working stiff, man. They were working hard. Like I said, this reminded me more of an Attitude Era tile match uh, than, than, you know, it's not really high-flying or anything. And both guys are capable of the, the yeah. high-flying stuff as well. But, I mean, we had a little bit of it there. But, like I said, so many counters on this, man. Mm -hmm. It was it's good. Like they, they really canceled each other out on a regular basis. It's like the first one to make a little mistake was going to be the guy that was going to end up winning this thing. And sure enough, they played it out really, really well. I'm I'm super excited to see where everything kind of goes now. Uh, at some point, Cody's probably going to have to become a heel. It, it, he works better as a heel. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to see if that's going to happen and how long it's going to take. And Chris didn't know what the details of this contract is now. Like, how long is he going to be here? What, what's it for? You know, so. Cody made the right see. choice. You know, he's 36 years old. It's time to come home, finish it up in the big leagues and call it a night, right? A few more years. You know, yeah. have a good ride. No, for sure. For sure. Um, it takes us into, you know, your usual Hall of Fame recap and everyone comes out onto the stage. Uh, the second biggest pop of the night was for The Undertaker, I would say. Yeah, he came out. He saluted the crowd. He went to both sides of the stage, did his whole beautiful thing that he does, and uh, yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing that I got out of that was never say never. So who knows? Maybe we will see him one more time. It's very possible. I mean, you never know. Based on how the show ended, anything is possible now. Yes. Here's something really interesting. Uh, we didn't mention it last night, and I kind of thought about it. I want to throw it in here. He never mentioned Mick Foley in his acceptance speech at any point. Yeah, I heard that he messaged Triple H and Sean, all these guys. I wonder why that is. I don't know. I don't know if he meant to, if, there, forget? There's a, if there's a heat or if he didn't mean to, but I don't know. I'm just curious. I just thought about that. I'm like, hey, I don't hey, think there's heat because fully gets along with everybody. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I mean, just the fact that he didn't mention them. And I mean, one of the most iconic spots in professional wrestling. That's Undertaker's most those two. Well, I mean, probably one of the most iconic spots came out of that fight. Yeah. Right? You know, that... that I was surprised he didn't mention... They tried to duplicate that a couple times after. Like, we you know, they with the, fixed, with the fixed cage and everything. You know, the last yeah. time it was organic, it wasn't supposed to happen. 
Yeah. And then maybe uh, his mind, you know, caught, caught in the moment. I don't know. Yeah. And here's the other thing. When McMahon was listing everyone off, all the names, he didn't mention CM Punk once. Don't blame the guy. <laughs> the guy's a bug, man. Just saying, just saying. There's two yeah. guys who didn't get mentioned who played integral roles with the Undertaker's career. CM Punk, maybe, maybe not so much. Maybe not so much Punk per se, but I mean, but they did have match? their match. They did have their match at Mania, right? He's just like that. He's just that spoiled brat. He's always whining, complaining. Look at me, notice me. It's just the guy really rubs me the wrong way, man. So I don't blame Vinny on that. Good for you, Vinny. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And I guess now we come into technically what would have been the main event of the night uh flair versus rousey now this was supposed to be a match based on technical skills and you know who can break you know who can who can submit who and what have you but this really turned out to be a brawl it was a really good brawl dude it was a good brawl like i said i mean between bianca's match bianca and becky's match and this match these in my opinion were probably the best two matches of the night um they were really they good. Were just great they they worked hard i mean look at ronda's chest at the end of that man she took oh, some dude. heavy shots yeah i love ronda's judo throws those arm drags she does judo throws whatever you yeah. want to call it. yeah i was impressed by ronda a lot compared to where she was when she left to how much she's able to do now she added a lot more things to her toolbox in terms of movement yeah. and you know just uh her working ability i mean she's still young in her career I won't say she's green, but she's a little green. If, yep. I don't know how else to say that. Uh, but she's improved tremendously. And uh, kudos to Charlotte, man. She she carried the match for most of it. Uh, you know, worked just just her trash talk, her facial expressions. I mean, yeah, I love like, the trash talk. Yeah, that was you know, good. she she really sold it really well. She's you know, she, she's become awesome in my opinion. It just her work. Her work inside the ring, her ability to trash talk, her facial expressions. She's got everything, man. She's she's amazing. I, I I will argue with anyone to tell me if there's anyone better than Charlotte Flair in women's wrestling right now. She's a complete package. She can do it Definitely all. She top, can. top two or three, maybe even the best. I agree with you there. Right. I think she's best right now. You know, you take all the women that are out there right now. I'm not saying some some work better than her. Some have a better moveset, some are, some are more agile, but when you take the complete everything, yeah, in-ring, out of the ring, mic talk, expression, psychology, you name it. Um, Think about this, dude. Her dad yeah. is, you know, probably the greatest ever, and then she might go down as the greatest women's wrestler ever. That'd be crazy, you know what I mean? Well, what I mean, fan. she's on she, she, she's on the path, man. You yeah, know, yeah. like, and, and it, I think it's more clear cut that she would be considered the best female wrestler. I mean, always people are always going to argue with Flair, Sean, Brett. You know what I mean? Hogan. Everyone's got Hogan. Everyone's got their one number one, but I can see that Charlotte being number one on everyone's list. It might happen if she keeps it up. It could happen. She's doing great, man. And you know, I, I was kind of shocked that she won. To be fair. I, I didn't yeah, see I that Ronda coming, you know, um, but yeah, no, I, Rhonda looked great too. I, I like where she's she going. Did. I hope she's sticking around. Um, I like to see her build off of this and see what not. Um, if she is staying on the SmackDown brand, I would love to see her in a program with Bailey. I think that would be a lot of fun. That'd be really good. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited now because now that we're getting closer to Monday, that's when all the fun starts again. So 
Let's yeah, see. Like a reset. Yeah. So one match didn't make it to the card. Uh, Kofi and Xavier did not end up having their fight with Sheamus yeah, and Rich Holland. Um, maybe tomorrow night, maybe a pre-show fight. I don't know, but I guess they were running it short. Not that they have any time limits or anything. I mean, they're running their own network, but uh, yeah, no, it's kind of interesting. They, they didn't get him get that match. Which, I, mean, I really don't mind. I wasn't too excited for it. I mean, it would have been okay, but it wasn't, it wasn't going to be a showstopper. I think that match, the value of that match would have been, okay, who's going to go into a program with Usos post-WrestleMania? Yeah. Right now, who's going to go with the Usos right now? So, I mean, you know, we'll see. I, I'm sorry, man. I got to say, I think the Usos are one of the most overrated tag teams I've ever seen. All they do is super kicks, and I just don't like the and just do the frog splashes all the time. I just, I don't know. I just never cared for those guys. Something about when paired When paired with the right team, they're actually really, really good, I think. Um that Hell in the Cell comes to mind that they had with the New Day. That was phenomenal. Uh, these guys can't work. It's just, I guess, the lack of people that they have to work with as well. And I think some of it has to do with the fact of how involved they are with that bloodline story. But I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, they are quick. They are agile. But yeah, again, they got, talent. They, they got talent. But I see what you're saying. It's kind of like five moves. Yeah, super kick. Super kick and frog splash all the time. Do something else or I don't you know. know that super about. kick is overplayed by everybody, man. I think Zolf yeah, Diggler kind of killed it for everyone. I get it. They grew up loving Shawn Michaels, but come on, guys. Let's do something else a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got the guy on the knee super kick, and you got the under the rope super kick, and then you got the ankle super kick. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's way too many super kicks, man. Um, KO show. Biggest pop Was of the night. Stone cold, man. Was it what you expected? No, it was better than I expected. Yeah. I, I figured they'd brawl around. I didn't think Stone Cold was going to bring it like that, though. I thought they'd like, talk a little crap and hit each other, but it was an actual match. Like a no was, But the way they did it, too, was really cool. I mean, I got to give credit where credit was due. I thought it was basically, you know, I think I had it right up until the point where Owen said, hey, you know, I actually tricked you. Mm-hmm. You know, the way they set the match up itself was really cool. It was. Uh, to, to give it substance that way. You know what I mean? It, because otherwise, I thought, okay, basically, it was going to be like, they're going to talk what they did. You know, I thought all that was going to happen. And then, you know, at some point, they're just going to start brawling, and that would be it, sort of a deal. And that's how it would end. But to actually have the match, um, and the way they set up the match was really cool. Um Everyone's going to talk about Stone Cold and, and how great he did and whatnot. And absolutely. But you know what? Before that, we got to give mad respect to this ca- crazy Canadian, uh, Kevin Owens. He sold. He protected. He he did really yeah, well. Yeah, he did here. a good job. Yeah, he did a good job. He did a great job. I mean, he sold Austin well. That'll be right. the only time you ever see Kevin Owens close the WrestleMania was tonight. It's not going to happen again. But he did do I, a good job. He worked as an think, awesome yeah. talk good. It was a great might have been the best part of the I think it might have been the best match of the night as far as everything goes. The story, the 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 back and forth talk they had. They had the quad out there at the beer. They went in the crowd. It was it reminded me of 1998. You know what I mean? That kind of feel. Yeah, really no, cool. it was a fun match. I was like, like I was watching, I'm like, okay, he's gonna keep working Owen Silver. He's gonna keep working Owen Silver, which he did for for the first five to seven minutes of that. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, when's he gonna take a bump? 
what's the first bump going to look like for this guy? What, what's he capable of? Yeah. And, you know, he took that pole. He took the, the uh, ring pose first. I'm thinking, okay, that's fair enough. But, dude, when he took that suplex to the concrete. I know. You know, wow. Okay, so this is real. He can work now. He can go for and, it. Yeah. Uh, cool. And the, the fact that he delivered two suplexes himself on either side of the stage on, on the ramp, I mean, that's not easy on both guys. It doesn't matter oh. who's delivering it, right? I don't but, feel um, good no matter what kind of shape you're in. I don't feel good. No, no. But, you know, kudos to Owens. He protected yep. him. He took care of him really well. He, um, he got his stunner in and Stone Cold kicked out of it. Uh, that was really cool to see. And uh, it's basically, you know, I love the ending to this. And again, credit to Owens for making it look so good. Yeah, you know, like you know, I'm hyping the guy up, but man, that was really good. Oh, no, you're right. He, he did a good job. I, I bouncing that chair, the way the way he bounced that chair off the top rope to hit himself on the head. I mean, he made it look so good. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like oh no, and then to you know get done. So basically, that's how the match ended. Owens goes yeah. out to um, Owens goes out to get a uh, chair after he stunned him and uh, Austin kicked out. Um, he gets a chair, he comes back in the ring, he goes to hit Austin with it, he ducks out of the way, hits the top rope, chair bounces back, hits himself in the head. Austin sees the opportunity, gets the stunner, and one, two, three, and beer fest starts, and... Uh, the crowd was nuts, dude. The, the biggest pop of the night by far was for Stone Cold. A couple times there, they just went crazy, man. It, that reminds you like the Hogan Rock when they had that stare down, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know. Stone Cold and Undertaker... 77,899 friends is what they say. So I'm thinking that's closer to 65,000 probably. It's hard to say. It's hard to say, but in a a huge crowd. No, it was a huge crowd. I mean, that's just one night. Yeah. We had over 100,000 people in two nights here for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, and again, I'm going to say it again. Owen sold like a boss and, you know, he he made it work and, you know, I want to know how sore Stone Cold is going to be tomorrow. I think that's going to be fun. He'll be stiff for a few days, yeah. Right? That's going to be an interesting... Uh... I got to give Owens credit. I'm not a fan of the guy's look, anything about the guy. But today, man, you kicked ass, Kevin. You did, You did. like you said, everything you said about him is true. He, he was awesome tonight, man. Looked yeah, I'm, yeah I, I, I've been saying it from the get-go. I thought there was no one else better to work with uh, Austin in this type of match as well. It was the type of match that we thought it was going to be. Um, Austin looked great. He did. He was gassed early. You could tell. You could tell he's breathing heavy sometimes when he when he moves around a little bit. He's a little not sturdy on his feet, but hey, man. Yeah. What, 55. He looked great. He looked yeah. great. I mean, if yeah. I can look like that at that age, that's awesome. Yeah, he's still but, in good shape. He's still got some good arms on him. No, no. So that was night one, man. Uh, like I said, I gave it a seven out of ten. Um, yeah, I, I had no problem with night one at all. I, you know, to be fair, it didn't it didn't weigh on me. To be honest, the night didn't weigh on me. The show didn't weigh on me. No, it and was a good there's, show. There, there's some per- there's some WrestleManias. There's other pay per views that you're like halfway through and you're looking at the clock and like, oh my god, it's, you know, it's still going on, and it's not ending, sort of a deal. And you know, you never really heard me say that about wrestling or boxing, mm-hmm. but. There's just some shows that take too long, you know, that just go on. This had great flow. The crowd was really into it from the get-go. Oh, yeah. So that was really good to see. Uh, 
I don't know if that's just because it's a post-pandemic crowd and they're just excited to be out in the stadium. Well, they got a few spot, but you got more surprises this year than last year. You got Cody Rhodes coming out, you got Stone Cold coming out. So there's a little more excitement to this WrestleMania than what last year, I feel. Because yeah, those, some, right? it's gonna be interesting to see what tomorrow night's gonna bring. So that being said, shall we quickly give our predictions for tomorrow? Yeah, let's run through it. Yep. Yeah. All right, man. So Again, I don't know what order this is, but I have a feeling that AJ and Edge might open the show. Could that be. would be a good curtain jerker to get everything going. Um, I'm going to go AJ on this one. Yeah, I'm with you. I think AJ takes it. Yeah. Um, Johnny Knoxville against Sami Zayn. I'm looking forward to this match. I've been saying it many times, and uh, I don't really care who wins. I'm going to take Johnny Knoxville for the win, but it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a comedy match, and I think Knoxville is going to win just because of the celebrity. Yeah. Um, he's not the right guy to win. They've had a great little build-up themselves here with all this stuff they've been doing. I'm, they've enjoyed their little program they've been having. I'll be honest, man. Every story, for the most part, um, every match, the story builds up has been great, and it's not been quick. Uh, outside of the Usos match, really, that's the one that probably has the least story behind it. Becky and Bianca had been built up since SummerSlam. Uh, Dom and Ray, I mean, that's been going since February. So, I mean, it's a pretty good build there. They've had a solid match build there. Charlotte and Rousey coming off of the Royal Rumble, solid match all the way. Uh, Seth Rollins, that thing's, you know, two, three months in the making. Uh, Stone Cold and Owens, again, same thing, couple months in the making. And then we get into these matches here on Sunday, AJ and Edge. Again, uh, a four to five week build up to this. It's been pretty good. Both guys haven't really, outside that first night, they haven't really been in close to each other, right? So really it's going to be kind of, it's going to be a really good match. I think that's going to be a Cody, Seth type caliber type match. I have yeah. high expectations for this. AJ is amazing. Um. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good match. Very good. Yeah. And then the one women's match here tonight will be for the tag team titles. Uh, Carmella and Vega, your champions, going in against Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler and Natalia versus Sasha Banks and Naomi. I think Naomi and Sasha are going to win this. Um, but I, I have a sneaky feeling that... Actually, no, it's not a sneaky feeling. I won't be surprised if Carmella and Zelina win, considering that they've lost every match for the last, for every match building up to this match. Yeah. I'm thinking, right? it's hard to say. I would actually like to see uh, um, Rhea and uh, Morgan take it, actually. Yeah? Yeah, they're my long shot. It's highly unlikely, but I'm going to go with them. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to go, first. I'm going to go with Sasha and Naomi. Yeah. And um, that brings us to Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. I thought at first that McAfee would win this, but then after seeing Theory beat um, Finn Balor, the Intercontinental Champion, I was like, okay, wait a minute. This is kind of interesting too now. So I don't think it hurts either guy too much, but I think Austin Theory will win. I think so too. I, and I hope he does. I like him. I, mean, I like Pat too. Um, but yeah, this is for this is awesome. Dude. But it's going to be a great match. Pat's going to have a big spot here. Look out for that. Yeah, great. like I mean, I, I think I think he can look really good. 
in defeat, it's not going to hurt him in any way. I think it would hurt Austin more if he lost, considering mm -hmm. what they're trying to put behind him and trying to build him up to. And if you're building him up towards a feud with Finn Balor for the Intercontinental title, I don't think you put a loss on him here, considering that he just had a victory over the champion before this. Yeah, maybe Vinny Mac comes down and smacks uh, McAfee around a little bit and gets Theory the win because he is a protege. Awesome. That or or McAfee wins and McMahon comes down and slaps Theory around. Why are you wasting my time? Could be. Would be Let's cool. See. Yeah. One way or the other is Vince going to come down and smack someone in that match. I think we should put money on that. I think that's the that's the bet. Um, I'm looking forward to this one, man. Actually, this might actually open up the show. Uh, RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus versus the Alpha Academy for the Raw Tag Team Titles. Um, I love all three of these teams, man. I, I'm going with Alpha Academy in this one, though. Yeah, I'm going RK Bro. That being said, Who Street knows? Profits will probably win. <laughs> It's going to be a great both, match. All three teams are amazing. Yeah, so it's like you got RK Bro, which is pretty much the face team. And uh, we already know Alpha Academy is probably, you know, your heel team. But Street Profits are the uh, are going to be the interesting ones here, considering. Because they've been playing a bit more of the heel role as this has been built up. So yeah. it's going to be interesting. Um, We're going to have some big spots. Though. Those boys can fly, man. Yeah, well, RK Bro, I say, you say Alpha Academy... And that probably means the three profits are going to win. So let's find <laughs> out and see where that goes, right? Yeah. Bobby Lashley versus Omos. I'm not sure what's going to happen in this one, to be honest with you, man. I think Omos goes over, but it won't be a squash. You can't squash Bobby. He's too tough. He's too much of a badass. But I think Omos takes it. What about you? I'm going to say Bobby's going to take it only for the fact that he was former world champion. And because of his shoulder, he was taken out of action. For him to come back in his first match at WrestleMania and lose like that, considering he beat up Brock Lesnar and, you know, he, he handles himself really, really well. He takes on four against five. He He's basically Raw's version of Brock. You oh, know, he's, enough, yeah. he, he's capable of doing the exact same things that Brock's capable of. Absolutely. Maybe maybe not as big and maybe not as strong as Brock, but maybe he's... Only one thing Bobby will never be capable of what Brock did. What's that? Become UFC heavyweight champ. That will never happen. Yeah, no, fair enough. And you know what? In his own right, he did really well for himself in MMA. Oh, yeah. He's tough. Right? Dude. So it's tough. He's a tough man. But, I hope we um, Bobby work another program together again because they got some good chemistry going there. But I think that will be determined based on what happens tomorrow night in the main event. Um, so sorry, you're you're saying Omos will win. I'm gonna say I Bobby's gonna win. When it's because he's you know he's younger, he's the new thing, he's big, he's strong. I think it'll be yeah. a won't be a squash though. I just think to put Omos over. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I can see that possibly, but you know what? Just to play devil's advocate, I'm gonna go with Bobby because I don't think losing to Omos is gonna help him. No, you could be right. Right, and and you want to kind of keep him strong as possible as well. So. Um, yeah, there we go. I'm going to say, Bobby, you're going to say Omos. And that takes us to the main event. The Here Bloodline opened up WrestleMania. The Bloodline will close WrestleMania. Unification title match between Brock Lesnar against Roman Reigns. I can't wait for this one, man. I think 
it's going to be a really good, fun match. And you know what? I'm going to say Roman Reigns is going to win it. I'm going to go with Brock just because, you know, I just think he's going to take both belts. Just the way he's been having so much fun. He's on a roll. He's on a hot streak. Roman's had the belt for how long now? I think it's time to get uh, it off. Yeah, I know for sure. I, I, I always I, problem. Brock ain't going to take it from who is. Well, I mean, Ariel Awani asked Paul Heyman this exact same question. And Heyman said, and I'm paraphrasing, there are about two to three guys that are ready to step up and challenge Roman at that level. Yeah, but Heyman could be working too, though. You never know what this guy is. He's like a used car salesman. He's always bullshitting. No, so, but I'm just saying there are there are guys there that there is. could potentially step up. But I like how he said it because I'm not going to say their names because if they don't know who they are already, you know. Um, yeah, but you know Heyman, he's guys. managing he's managing Reigns. He's always bullshitting you. He's a guy I'll tell you, 95 Toyota has a Corvette engine in it. That's the kind of guy Heyman is, right? Yeah, so, for sure, for sure. But like I said, I mean, at the end of the day, okay, well, look, look, either way, if you think about it in any perspective, whoever wins that match, who who really is the next guy to step up to either one of them? Well, you could you could do uh, you could do Lesnar and uh, Lashley. Well, you could do Lesnar and Lashley, absolutely. But I just then, think Roman's had the belt for so long that it's time to get it off him for. Hey, a little bit. I'm not. I, I'm not saying you're wrong in any way. And I love Roman Reigns. I love both the, these guys. I just think it's yeah, time. Yeah. To- the the question remains is who would be the step up guy, right? So I mean that that's why I think that Omos match and Bobby Lashley match plays a bigger role in the future of the title landscape than a lot of people think. Could like be. yeah, that's probably your bathroom match, your bathroom break match. But at the end of the day, I think that one will dictate what direction everything goes in in the future. Because outside think, of Bobby Lashley, he's the only one who can challenge either one of those two guys legitimately. Yeah. I just think that Lesnar is so hot right now. He's rolling. He's on fire. I mean, Reigns has had the belt for so long. This makes me think that Lesnar's going to take it. But, I mean, I could be wrong. You could be right. It could be Reigns. But I'm just looking at it from this, like, what's what's Brock's status after WrestleMania? How long? He's he's been out and about uh, quite a bit this run. Yeah. Right. He's he's made a lot of appearances. He's been on a lot of shows. He's done house shows even. So you know, it's like, what's his status? I'm not gonna lie, man. I'll be honest. I love Brock. I love Country Brock. I love everything he's doing. I don't like seeing the promotion without the champion there for extended periods of time. It doesn't bother me because. I look at it this way. He's a prize fighter. He's box office. It's like Andre the Giant. You don't need to see him all the time. And when you do see him, it's special. That's how I see it. I, I get it. But then what's everyone fighting for on the shows then? Like, to get, what's the, the significant... get that spot. Earn that right. Yeah, Lesnar you get that spot. That but then if Brock is only going to come back once every month or once every two months. But you don't need to defend know? the belt more than once a month anyways. It should be at the pay-per-views. You don't need to defend it on Raw all the time. It should be on the pay-per-views. Make it more special. Not just every championship match, every Raw and SmackDown, the kind of the kind of no, waters. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that he defends a title on Raw or SmackDown, but at least have your presence. That's what I'm saying. No, I I'm know not saying, saying he needs to come out. That's what I'm saying. He goes, he goes a wall for so long at times that if he's champion and he goes a wall, I don't think it helps the promotion overall. I don't think it hurts either because at the end of the day, like the belts are so watered down now. It's just like there's so many shows, and uh, Brock is one of those special special athletes you don't need to see him all the time that makes him it makes him more special you know what i mean that's how i see it so it doesn't bother me some people some people agree with you they want to see the champ all the time and to me he's that special and nobody else has done ever done what he's done in wrestling 
So I think he's earned that right. Call him part-timer. Call him whatever well, you want. For sure. I, I just think it hurts morale in the back as well with the other guys who are there all the time and everything, yeah, but, and, you know, what have you. But then, I think it's just about presence. It's just about presence. Mm -hmm. It's not about being out there every night or, or whatnot, but, you know, I mean, if you're the champion. But if it hurts the morale, you know what, then step up and be better than Brock and get the belt off that guy and do what he's done in his life and get him the hell out of there. If not, they're just complaining like CM Punk, right? Like McMahon says, grab I, don't, that. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm really complaining, man. I'm basically just trying to say that. No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying if guys in the back are mad that he's a part-time champ, you haven't accomplished what he's accomplished. You haven't sold the tickets he's sold. That's why he gets that spot. You got to earn it to get that spot. I get it, but I feel they're reverting backwards, right? I mean, I, I think. Anyways, you know what? Let's just wait to see how it all plays out, mm -hmm. and then we, we can we can probably have this debate once we have a clearer picture of who's going to be where and what's going to happen. But until tomorrow, my friend, um, let's get some rest and uh, get ready for another night of wrestling tomorrow. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. So this is it, man. So night one is in the bag. We want to say thank you to everyone for listening to us and for choosing us and for letting us in your ears. My name is Bobby Sampson. Chance Michaels. Thank you. Have a great evening and enjoy night two of WrestleMania tomorrow. Have a great night, everybody. Be safe and stay humble.